Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of Watch It Back, the show where we'll be talking about movies and all kind of related stuff that goes with that. Why? Because we love the sound of our own voices. I'm one of your lovely hosts today, Cameron McLaughlin, and I'm joined by Christopher Young. Hi guys. Callum Rocco. Hey guys. So yeah. Today we're going to be talking about why we want to do a podcast of all things, because, you know, we need to get that out there. And, obviously, the new movie, Justice League. So the reason we're going to start this podcast is because we all kind of have a love for movies. I mean, the idea kind of came about as well because I've literally never watched any movies before. So uh, Cam said to me a couple of days ago, you should review the movies that you watch. So then we kind of created this idea that why don't we just review the movies that we watch? They might be new, they might be old, but we'll give them a review, tell you guys what we think, and, you know, chat about them for, you know, like 15 to 20 minutes. And also chat about a few other segments about movie news and things that are going on. I also think we uh, wanted to do this podcast because before we went to see Justice League, like the night before... We were all talking about the reviews and stuff. And I slated reviewers saying, you know, you shouldn't listen to reviewers. You should just make up your own thing. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was like, actually, I might write my own review of Justice League. And then Callum also said he wanted to do one. Yeah. And then we just went, let's just make the podcast. <laughs> I think so much also we're discussing the films and we're talking about things and we're always like, we could be saying that in the podcast and then like we discuss what people have done as Rotten Tomato views, what the public have picked and we always say, oh, we don't yeah. like that or we like that or we think this is different or the trailer, we like that, we don't like that, you know. So that's kind of what we want to discuss in this podcast. So this is going to be kind of what Watch It Back is going to include over the coming weeks. Like, I don't know. I'm just up in the air right now, like some future segments. So, could be obviously, well, we'll talk about recent movies we've seen. Obviously, we've not all got, might not have seen the same movie, but that is going to yeah. be like the whole main point. We do have to watch the same movie to talk about that. But we'll also say about how, what movies we've watched on our own that we might not have seen with each other. So, it's like I go to the cinema a lot. And, but there's other things like Chris is on here, he's got his list of movies right now. Yeah, I watch a lot of animated movies, mm. so I can talk about them. Mainly anime, but yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's always good to inform people about certain news bits. I guess you can say. Yeah. Like this week, we had the Incredibles trailer. Oh um, yeah, that was amazing. That's a good talking point, but I want to come back. Uh, we could come back to that. Yeah, who knows? Um. But obviously, future episodes as well. We could have. We might be doing Christmas movies. Top ten Christmas movies. Uh, our favorite childhood movies, and terrible movies. We just review terrible movies. The room. Why not? That's a cult classic, though. <laughs> I mean, once you've watched it the second time around, it does get a bit. Oh, can't believe I'm watching this again. Could be doing so much more with my time, and uh, may have a few people on 
like who might not be on every episode we might have reoccurring people might have random yeah we might have a few guests yeah because like i know a lot of people who love movies harry potter oh, we might have a really big harry potter fan on mm, yeah. yeah cough cough <laughs> right shall we kick into this week's movie then cam or Callum can introduce yeah. if you want. Okay, so, um, as we know, um, so this week the movie, well, last week the movie Justice League came out. It was a good movie, very strong movie. What's on your word, mind? I'm putting together a team. I'm in. You are? It was beautiful. Things are going to keep coming. You get tactical. I'm on bug duty. Let's do it. Right ain't over yet. My man. Justice League. Rated PG-13. Uh, we all knew it's Justice League and it's a DC movie. So we all knew it was going to make money. So I was looking at the figures today. It made money. Like, it made 300 million so it's good i think it's gone over its budget which is perfect personally i'm just gonna say just want to point in here you might want to stop listening if you don't want any spoilers yeah yes. yeah yeah go watch the movie first and, and then, then come back and listen to this and or you if know. you don't mind continue listening and give us a five-star yeah. review also Thanks. yeah yeah because it's gonna get spoiler heavy but it was a fun Family-friendly, good movie. I just don't feel like it was a good superhero movie. I feel like, because the way the story went, and it was so stereotypical, and you sort of could see things coming before you finished the movie. I slightly agree with you there, but the thing is, I think I have a really good... I think it was a good superhero movie. Like, it felt comic book. Like, it did... Because... I don't. I love comic books, but some of them are just a bit stupid. Not, you, you know, like it doesn't really make sense in a way. Yeah, I do get what you mean. But that was like. Oh, I don't want to. I, I want to use an example, but it's jumping straight into a spoiler. Okay, how about when we just saw? We've seen this in the trailers when Wonder Woman comes into the building, and like that felt kind of comic booky to me. Because she was yeah, like definitely. running through, blocking all the bullets. So that was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Then... That was a really well shot scene too. Can we talk about how well shot that scene was? <laughs> it was like, but like the editing for that must have been amazing. It was really too good to be true. It was just yeah, of course. And like she was moving as fast as the Flash, so it was a bit a bit cheesy. But it was good. I enjoyed it, and I do understand completely what you're saying about it's a comic book movie what i'm looking at it it's i'm looking at other comic book movies like kick-ass marvel movies it's just a different perspective mm. but a lot of scenes that were in the comic were portrayed perfectly on screen i think that's one thing dc does really well brings their comic book pages to the screen where marvel adapts their comic book pages to the screen i, I completely agree with you there to be fair yeah. As a non-comic book fan, Chris, what do you think? What are we going for? A brief overview of the film. 
Yeah, what do you think it was? Was it good? Yeah, it was good. As I mean, from not watching any DC movies before, um, all I knew was a quick overview of the characters, and I was asking these guys who the characters were for the first quarter of the film, probably. Yeah. But I picked up the storyline pretty well, I think. I mean, I know now what happens in Batman vs Superman. Um, I mean, I want to now watch the backstory and the other characters, so I guess it's done a good job in that way because... I now want to watch things like Wonder Woman. Um, but it was engaging. I didn't think really, oh, it's a bit long. So I wasn't bored at all. But um, yeah, I thought it was really good. But I don't have much to compare it to. Who do you think was the most interesting character? And who do you think Ooh. was the least interesting, in your opinion? The Flash. I don't know. I just really loved his sense of humour. And it was just funny. Because it was kind of related. Most interesting character, Batman. Because personally, I did feel like it was a Batman movie with the uh, extra superheroes in. Where, because just how it focused on Batman and Wonder Woman most of the time. Which I get, because they're the main two characters that we've seen already on screen with Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman. And obviously Superman's dead at the moment. Um, That's a spoiler. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah um, but I think least interesting probably Aquaman yeah he didn't really play that much of a big part in the film to be honest no and a lot of people I've talked Compared to, to the about others. this movie and I sort of agree with them it wasn't really Aquaman it was the actor which I get and I thoroughly enjoyed Aquaman but I felt like he was just a comic relief from the movie what about you, Cam? I, oh, I have to kind of disagree with you because I did like Aquaman's. Uh, like, he had really cool shots. I agree and yeah. I disagree. Yes, because he did. He, he he was the main badass. Every character in that movie had a role to fill. So that is so true. Wonder Woman, she was the team leader. As being the only female, she's got to portray that strong female role in that. Batman, he was a new, a new Batman, pretty much. He just wanted to see a new perspective from a team. We had this naive young kid, Flash, who was battling with his problems with his father and his like trying to get a job and stuff and not having friends, as he says in the movie. Then we have Cyborg, who's like... He's dealing with basically being disabled now and living with a new body, pretty much. I do really like that though about Cyborg and how he made it seem like it was he was disabled mm. and he wasn't in control. And I did like how sometimes the suit freaked out without him controlling it. Mm. But yeah. Also, Aquaman, he's as I said, he's the badass character. He's got to have those cool shots and not care. Like he said some lines in the movie, like, "Oh, we're all just gonna die." I think this is stupid. Come back to the characters, but I'll just give my. All I wanted, really, was the film to be fun. That's what I said to you guys. It's what I've been ta- yeah, saying to yeah. everyone. All I care is if it's fun. Can you actually not? Sorry, my the car alarm went off. Um, <laughs> it didn't have to be brilliant. It didn't have to be, like, if it was terrible, then, you know, I would have just shrugged it off and said, oh, it's another DC movie. But I just actually just really enjoyed it. I got what I wanted out of it. As I said, it felt like a comic book movie. It had good humour. 
so it appealed to that like audience who don't really care for superheroes and, and like or if you haven't watched a superhero movie before hello chris and then all right had good <laughs> had good action scenes well some some were a bit meh some was like the amazonian scene where they were fighting Steppenwolf, even though and I, the, my main grill for the movie was Steppenwolf, the main villain of the film, because his he just looked like every time he came on scene, I was just like, am I watching like a video game cutscene here? Is somebody gonna like come out into in front of the like movie and just throw me a controller and just be like, play this, do it, just beat Steppenwolf, plays Batman, just fight a little bit. And so, it's just, that just kind of took me out of it a little bit. But it also added to the, like, a whole, this isn't meant to be about real life, this is comic book. Which, Distance is Justice League from Batman vs. Superman. As Batman vs. Superman tried to take on superheroes trying to fit into the world and, like, how people see Superman. Whereas Justice League... It's just focusing on the team getting together. Slightly, a little bit on how people are just seeing the superheroes and how Superman's a beacon of hope and all that. It's just a better movie. And I think if I had to rank all of them, this would probably be my second favourite DC movie. What's your first like, Well, in it with the new ones, obviously. Not like from yeah, Man so of Steel DC... to... <clears throat> so DCU. Yeah. What's your favorite DC so, movie? Wonder Woman, probably, because okay. hopefully we'll have an episode coming on that soon. Because I'm gonna watch that. We'll yeah, just we we'll just rewatch all of the DC movies and just put just talk about them all because it'll be easier that way. Are we ready for the storyline? Yeah, I pretty yeah, much summed up. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity and by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists the help of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to find and recruit a team of metahumans to stand against a newly awakened threat. And despite the formation of this, of this unprecedented league of heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash it may have already been too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic problems. So, the main, like, driving force of the bad guy in this movie was these things called mother boxes, which also added to the whole, uh, point of the video game thing that I said. So, every time I heard mother boxes, I just thought of loot boxes, and then I see them on screen, and I'm like, oh, I'm playing a video game. I'm like, wait, no, I'm not. That's actually an actor. That's actually Ben Affleck. That's actually Gal Gadot, you know? Let's talk about the team getting together, actually. It was rushed, in my opinion. Because I feel like they should have had more origin stories. So they have, in terms of origins, they pretty much just have Man of Steel. Batman vs Superman is kind of. Wonder Woman's the most heavy, I guess, in my opinion. Like, tells the good story. Sees a good, like parallel between our world well we're on the same planet apparently but you know the normal life versus an amazonian life justice league was just like here's these characters care about them for the next two hours and they do a good job with some of them like 
Flash, I think uh, Aquaman. I mean, I think they should have put more scenes of him in Atlantis, and apparently there was more in Zack Snyder's version, but we'll come back to cut movies, cut, cut movies, cut parts of the movie. Just going on that quickly, I feel like it suffered how Suicide Squad did. How, like, the way it was edited completely changed the way the movie was, but yeah. Yeah, they're just gonna, they're probably gonna make a uh, director's cut, or at least a, a hopefully a Zack Snyder cut, because you see so much, and maybe they cut it out because they just want it for future movies like Cyborg and Aquaman, so you can't see their origins in this one, you have to wait and buy more tickets to see our movies. Literally. Well, but, those movies are like two or three years away. I know, but still... They want to. They want to keep you in their grasp. They want you to pre-order their tickets, even though you can't. Yeah, I don't really care that much about Cyborg. Yeah. I know it kind of sounds bad, but he was the most least interesting on the team, in my opinion. Then when we saw him, he, he just seemed very depressing. When they were reviving uh, Superman, he couldn't do it in the end. Spoiler. Flash had to do it. Yeah, that's true. Well, but technically, that... it's just he couldn't power up the ship, so the Flash had to spark the ship, but yeah. That also goes on to his like, whole defect thing, how he can't really control himself, which I can see being a good story, but yeah. it didn't make me care about it enough in this film. And yeah. it would be good for you know, it, the Cyborg movie in 2019 or whenever it's coming out to touch on that more. But I don't think it's going to really... It might touch on it a little bit, his origin, and how he goes through all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it's just like... He, at the, well, I keep, we keep jumping forward. I don't want to keep jumping forward to things. But at the end of the movie, his suit gets upgraded. And it's just like, well... I'm not really going to see like how how bad things are because you're just kind of explaining to me in this movie that by the end of this film he's gotten over how he can't control the suit and he can now control the suit yeah yeah but, I, mean, I was sort of happy the suit changed to like the classic cyborg design though when it happens definitely because I to honest you I felt like they were trying to do a Age of Ultron look for cyborg within the movie but also, mm. I definitely get what you're saying about, like, he didn't have his storyline. I feel like they started a subplot and then just let it die. Because they didn't go into detail about how his armour kept berserking out whenever they saw Superman or Aquaman because of, like, the defence mechanism built into the armour. Because he just doesn't like them. But that's, like, going onto a more comic side of it. That just reminds me of Blue Beetle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, actually, when I was watching it. I was like, this reminds me of Blue Beetle and the Creed. Yeah, I do get what you mean. Mm. But you saying about like how the plot being kind of dropped off, I think that's why you don't like Aquaman as well, because he didn't have much. Yeah, he, had, he didn't like... really have much. He And his plot literally got dropped. It was like, I need my gear back. Mm. Didn't explain what happened. Didn't explain why he didn't have his gear. We didn't see him getting his gear back, so he just appeared yeah. out of nowhere in his suit. Yeah, literally, he just came... They had this awesome fight scene that they kept showing in the trailers 
and then he comes out of nowhere to stop a flood. And yeah. I do say, oh, he, some of his scenes had to be cool. Like, when he jumped into the water to go to Atlantis for the first time, and they were playing Icky Fump by the White Stripes, that was like, oh, okay, I can get behind this. This is so cool. You know, uh, I like that. And then he has that fight scene. It's not even that good. I'm like, and I just think he's fighting like a fish out of water. No pun intended. But. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Moving on, I feel like we should talk about the fight scenes and how, like, they were quite quick. Like, the only long fight scene, that was only about two and a half minutes, if I remember. And that was when Superman was revived within the movie. And then he's going berserk because, obviously, he's just been revived and he's mad about it. So he's fighting everyone. And then there's this epic part of this scene, though, where um, Wonder Woman headbutts... No, Superman headbutts Wonder Woman. Then Wonder Woman headbutts him. And then Superman goes, like, full max mode and just headbutts her into the ground. It's a really good scene. And I think it's a really good played out, actually-wise. Especially because a lot of people thought Wonder Woman was, like, the woman comparison to Superman where actually yeah. she has like she's quite different she's more agile rather than strength but yeah that fight scene I, I when so when they actually revived him there was a whole bit about Wonder Woman didn't want him to to be revived because you know and neither did Aquaman because they were like oh when you die you lose like a part of you it could be your soul it could be what made him human or whatever so then I was like, well, they're just kind of throwing this in here. Like, I thought maybe they opened the coffin and he's not going to be there. But he was actually there. I was like, okay, then. And then they go into putting him in. So Batman's definitely going to do it. And he's all like, oh, I've got a contingency plan in there if it goes wrong. Which, at first, I was just kind of like, oh, what, are you going to like throw kryptonite in his face and then maybe kill him again or something? I mean, at the time, I was like, it wouldn't bother me if he died again. Well, I didn't. Well, I, well, I did know he was going to get revived because it was definitely going to happen if they're just going to talk about it. Plus, like, if you were actually into like the movie and you're looking into it, Henry Cavill was on set for a lot of scenes, mm. so we knew it was happening. Yeah, and then so they go to do it. One woman turns up. She's like, "I didn't do it for you, for you. I did it for whoever the world or him or whatever she said." And then they go into it, put him in the same thing that made. Atrocity? Atrocity? Uh, I can't say his name. Doomsday. Doomsday, that's it. I'm not trusting. What am I thinking of? So, yeah, they made Doomsday. So then I'm thinking, mm, something bad could go wrong here. Then I thought, no, well I, well, I didn't want it to happen anyway. So I was just sitting there with my hand on my face, just like, just to get this over with. They do it. They can't power it up because they need more power. So this is like Flash's kind of redeeming scene, I guess, because like, he's always stumbling about in the movie. And all that, so he runs from one side of the room to the other. Reminded me of the TV show when I just really wanted to somebody to shout, "Run, Barry, run!" Yeah, I was so thinking he, that at the exact same time. To so he ran in, he did it, yeah, revived Superman, and all you see is him just shooting up into the sky and then going in front of his monument and something. And then the whole team standing there, and everyone's you're just like, I. I had my head in my hands at this point, just like, no, just put him back, kill him, I don't want to see this. I had the fight scene, pretty cool. Superman was a beast, you know, that's like the best way I can put it. 
and he just went berserk on everyone as um, he said yeah yeah so true but I'm um, going on to it um, if going back to comic books and stuff I do feel like this was very comic booky and it was very vibes and it was very kid friendly as a movie even though it looked at some dark topics it was very it was a kid like I wouldn't mind if I had kids I would take my kids to go watch this movie because mm. it, it's that type of movie but also if we're looking at like the start definitely felt like a comic movie straight away the way Batman was for the first five minutes and how it literally felt like I was watching a cutscene from Arkham City and it was just yeah it was really good I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie um would I go watch it over four probably not but it was a good movie thoroughly enjoyed it I I want to kind of touch on the fact that when they, um, like the fact that they revived Superman and then all of their different powers together, like, you know, defeated it at the end. I think that worked quite well because is this the first they one where they're all down. together? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they kind of portrayed that quite well. I mean, obviously, we've said Aquaman there, could have been in it more, but... There was... Go on. Okay, there was one thing that annoyed me about um, that fight scene specifically, and it was the fact he could track the Flash. Mm. But that annoys me because obviously it's famously known that Flash is faster than Superman in the comics. There was this whole um, comic book page about it um, with them racing, and mm. Superman says, oh, I've beat you a couple times before, and then he was like, that's only for charity, and then blasts off. But the fact um, Superman could, like... Superman was turning his head and had an entire fight while Barry was, like, full speed force mode was just unreal. If but, you want to go into that, though, like... could I don't think he was in full speed force mode, as you say. I think we've got a young, naive Barry here who's not, he's not being mentored or anything. That's true. And, yeah, I do get what you're saying. And he's obviously... He hasn't got... He hasn't his potential yet and he hasn't got the power he has per se if you're looking in the comic books at the moment so yeah I completely understand what you're saying also going on to Barry I don't feel like it's Barry I feel like it's a Wally Westernised Barry maybe they're just trying to combine them yeah that's what I feel like they're doing and I have nothing against that because Barry's very like, I want to save my father, I want to prove he was innocent, I'm going to do this for justice. Where Wally was just a flash, that's literally, he was just a flash, he was there to save people, he was the comedy, relief, is, comic relief in the team. Is he but, portrayed yeah. the same through the comics as he is in the films? No, completely not. It's, he still it, had his dad bit though, he still yeah. like, was go- we saw that, like what he was going through with that, and as I said, it kind of turned out to be a happy... I thought, when at the end of the film, I know we kind of jump in around a bit here, but at the end of the film, where he smacked up the piece of paper up to the like screen, I don't know what you call that, just the, the glass bit between a prisoner and a... Yeah, screen. A, 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 yeah. He smacked the paper up against that. I thought it was going to be like, you're free to go. I was like, no, you can't do that. You know, I want to see actually how he's, you know, coming around... To, to this yeah yeah I do get what you mean and I do like the fact 
that it's still a based around his dad because if going off topic sort of if you look at the TV show the first season was literally just about his dad as soon as he got his powers mm. which I, I did like that okay going back to the fight scene then so just my initial thoughts after that once so Batman's contingency plan was Lois Lane and I don't know about everyone else, but I don't like Lois Lane. I just really don't it's like Lois partly Lane. because of Amy Adams, in a way. Yeah. So because she can't act in my opinion, she can in some things. Like she's all right. It's just she just annoys me sometimes. So then they have their little bit, but when Superman is actually like, "Oh, I've got to go save the world now" and stuff, and he's like fighting with everyone, I actually really enjoyed him. Like, more than I thought I would. I was like, he's, like, one of my favourite characters in this movie now. He had and a I, lot like, of smart remarks, too. Mm. And I enjoyed I think that about him. It was, like... Was it... I think it was the Golden Age. Was that the yeah. best, like, the upbeat part? Yeah. He had a very, like, that kind of vibe to me. I think reviving him could have been... Hand- well, actually, I don't really see how they could handle that in any other way. But... I see a couple of... I'm glad they didn't just do, like, here he is with the, like, just coming down to Earth like Jesus Christ or something. Yeah. Because Zack Snyder does like to put him as, as, like, a religious pedestal, but... Do you think if the unfortunate situation of Zack Snyder's daughter dying and him not being able to finish the movie because of this would have a different effect on the movie? Well, we kind of have seen a different effect on the movie because a lot of his scenes has been, have been cut. Yeah. Which is why if you look at the trailer and stuff, compared to the movie, we see like shots of Cyborg, which probably made us would have care about Cyborg a lot more. We see uh, the Flash. I mean, it wasn't a cut scene, but the Flash was touching the glass. I think that was just edited, so like where he grabs the um, Batarang. He's actually, well, you know, they just put like glass there or something. Yeah, I do know what I mean. But yeah, so going on to like the whole cyborg in the trailer, I was expecting to see that because there was a scene in the trailer where he's flying and then this whole battle mode activates and it's like his face gets covered in like a full mask and stuff. But I'm sort of happy that wasn't put in the movie because at the same time, now looking at the cyborg we have, I don't think he's that type of person. Hmm. Hopefully in the in his movie we'll see a more upbeat version. Yeah, like and also it it referenced the animation show called uh, of Teen Titans and I was really happy when it did that when he said Booyah because Booyah yes, is just like his main catchphrase in, it, like, yeah. in the comics as well and stuff. It was really good. I, I was really happy when it happened. But yeah. Um, Chris, coming from a non comic book fan perspective, and obviously you recently watching Star Wars. Yeah. What would you rate this out of 10? Um, I think I would give it... I don't have any other DC movies to compare it to right now. I mean, I gave it 4 out of 5 on Flixer, so I'd probably give it 8 out of 10. Maybe a bit lower. Fair enough. I mean... It was enjoyable. Why don't you've seen... You've seen Iron Man and that. Like, I know you've not caught quite up to the Avengers yet but seeing as like coming from an origin type movie that I'm not fully compare it to Iron Man say if Iron Man had 
was cut down to like half an hour more or an hour more what would you compare it to that in a way or to any other superhero movie you've watched so you've seen the hulk you've seen iron man iron man Anna. i don't know i like that because of the story and i don't know just the way iron man developed and you know he was kept getting used i don't know now it's time to say iron man would be um but <laughs> i don't know what do you mean so do you think it's easier to focus on one person in an origin movie or focus on like a group of people it's definitely easier to focus on one person but i think they did a, a reasonable job of introducing the new people i mean i had absolutely no clue going in and i know who everyone is now but i mean That's i don't easy. know anything about their backgrounds or anything whereas with iron man i did but that was an origin yeah i do get what you're saying about that um but yeah if i had to compare it to a marvel movie like iron man i would still say iron man was better but i feel like that's just because i don't know actually i feel like for iron man like i feel like i do like cgi and i like how iron man's cgi was really good and how it was like it was just a really good movie for its time. Like, yeah. I feel like I... I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've seen Justice League more recently. But I don't know which one I... If I had to pick one to watch again, I would probably pick Justice League. Do you know what? I sort of agree with you on that one too, though. Because I want to like, know I more like about the characters. Justice League does have a very big replay value. Like, I, I will happily watch it again. Yeah. I think I could pick up a lot more from it if I watched it a second time. Because I'd know who everyone was at the beginning. Like, there's probably... And if you were, like, a comic book fan or something, you'd probably catch a lot more Easter eggs and stuff. Like, there were some blatant ones in there, but... Yeah, there were some subtle ones. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have got the jokes. like... (laughs) I wish The Flash had some more, though. Yeah. Because I feel like he didn't have that many references. I do get it, because obviously he's new and upcoming in this one. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Easter eggs then. So, like, obviously there's, like, when... I think it was Diana who was telling those stories? So, they were talking about the war of, um... Like, for the mother boxes and stuff. So you had, like, man... I want to call them Aquarians, but they're not called Aquarians. I don't know why. You know who I'm talking about. Like... Um, Aquaman's people. Atlantans, that's it. I don't know why I was thinking Aquarians. It sounds so stupid. And obviously the Amazons. So, but there was also like another few people thrown in there. Like some off planet people. Yeah, the lanterns. People. Yeah, they showed one lantern and he just got killed instantly. Got though. wrecked instantly. <laughs> he just got like smashed into the ground and then his ring flew off. Which was kind of like, ooh, who's that going to go to? But, you know, they actually care about these characters and they might want to show more with them. So, I'm interested. But that did get me hype. Um, more blatant one as well. Like, one that made me beat my chest like a bloody buffoon that was in hilarious. the movie. <laughs> was when Superman grabbed um, Batman by the neck and just went, tell me, 
do you bleed? Yeah, I, I really just, like that. I just went, oh, that okay, that's that's what made me also kind of what, like Superman as well in a way because I thought, oh, that was awesome. Talk about the end of the movie. Do you think it was a good play? It was like payoff. Could have gone long characters. Mm, no, but the only reason I feel that way is because there was no real risk. Like, no one got really injured, no one was near death, and that sounds really bad and morbid, but if you look at some superhero movies, like, like the Avengers, they were almost losing, and then they suddenly pulled it around. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at it, it's stuff like that, and like how there was no real risk factor, and the fact, when Superman came, Stephen Wolf was practically done. Mm. But I do like the fact Superman rather went and saved the civilians, made sure the civilians were clear before he went like full carnage mode on to, on Steppenwolf. And that's that's it? good because he didn't really lose his human side, you know. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they did to show that, like that's to prove that he still has his human side. Oh, I did not like the fact we followed a family in it either. That was just like I think. Maybe there could have been more for that, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there wasn't much. I think it was just to show how the world, or that side of the planet was being changed by they could have done more. Steppenwolf's stuff. With that family. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it was just for the Flash to just come in and push that car and then be all like, eh, see you later, or whatever he said in Russian. Like, I'm not going to quote it because I only know one word in Russian, and even if I say it now, it's just going to sound stupid. <laughs> But then Superman like went past him as well when he was carrying the civilians. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. That looked like that's what also made me think it looked like a comic book movie, the way yeah. he was just flying. You see like a silhouette just carrying this massive building, yeah. and then you just see Flash's face like, oh, oh boy, okay then. <laughs> but he didn't care because you know, he did his fast and stuff. I think, I don't, I don't see how it's gonna. It was a good payoff for. Wonder Woman, I think maybe she's getting more humanity in, or she's restoring her faith in humanity. Yeah, I feel like it's that one. I feel like she was slowly losing her faith, and now she's starting to get it back. Don't give any spoilers. Well, she completely lost it, but, yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, there was, like, they said she lost her faith, but if you Mm. look at the movies, she didn't really. Like, in Batman vs. Superman, she said that she left mankind behind, but she really didn't. She was still kind of there. And she, I feel like it was her just mourning over what happened. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It it did go through all everyone's, like, you know, little bits. I, I can't, for the life of me, remember, though, what happened with Aquaman at the end. No, neither do I. I feel like he was just there. I know him and Wonder Woman teamed up quickly near the end to destroy his hammer, but other than that, no, not really. That's the thing. I always think, I always feel like they showed loads of scenes with um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman going back and forward in, like, when there was a fight scene with with them two both in the, like, scene, it would go from either Wonder Woman to Aquaman or Aquaman to Wonder Woman in the shots. Going back to the Easter eggs, Aquaman was all like, "Oh, I know we kind of invaded um, the Amazon, but that was like the past or whatever." Yeah, 
Yeah, I do like that. And I like the fact he has he's like the new leader of Atlantis now. It's not he has been the leader. He mm. came back to save them, which I enjoy. Also, um, so okay, so moving on. I feel like now we should talk about Paris Cadet's scenes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did really like the first one, and I thought it was a really good nod. Yeah, it was a it was a good like kick to the comic fans. I I, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but you know, it really got them going. Got me going anyway when they were just like, "Oh, let's see who the real fastest man alive is." Superman, and they were just like, "Oh, if you leave, you have to. Well, if you lose, you have to leave. Leave the team." And Flash was like, "Ah," but then he was like, "Oh no, if you lose, you have to actually like buy us brunch or something." And Super- Flash doesn't like the brunch apparently. It's old joke in the movie. Yeah, and it was really. I liked how it was played out because he was like, "Oh." Was like, that one <laughs> I'm reading this article right now about the five best things about Justice League and the one swiftly moves us into the second uh, credit scene which is Lex mm-hmm. Luthor is free and forming the Injustice League with Deathstroke yeah, yeah. and that's the and best thing about the film apparently I did want to see more villains though I, I yeah. know that's kind of greedy but we had Suicide Squad and they had a lot in that so I was maybe Kind of hoping for a little bit of a show from Jared Leto. Also, the I, have Joker. Heard, I have heard things from other people saying how in the last movie, um, parademons don't like they're loyal to the end. They don't conquer fear, so they wouldn't have they wouldn't have attacked Steppenwolf like they did within the movie. And so rumors was it was when Steppenwolf tried to boom tube back to. Uh, Apocalypse, uh, Dark Side Omega Beam, Tim, and I thought like that would have been really cool to see. Like not not just see the me- Omega Beams, because then it would have got people hyped for the next movie. But going on to the Injustice League, I liked how Deathstroke's suit was. Mhm, that looked really accurate. Yeah, and it, it looked Very it didn't look accurate. fake, and it wasn't CGI, which I enjoyed. Also, Lex Lex Luthor bald is a very good approach. Like Even him. though at the end of Batman vs Superman that made me laugh, but you know. Yeah, yeah. At first it did, but now seeing it in action, it does suit him, and I feel like this will be good. If they carry on with it, I just hope that they don't go downhill and don't and they go. Oh, we. I don't think we can make a villain movie because Suicide Squad went so bad. I feel that Suicide Squad went so bad because of the type of villains and actors that were within the movie and the script was just crap I mean I, I'm saying that it went bad but I, I enjoyed the movie so yeah, I enjoyed it more than I did Batman vs Superman I'll say that I've seen both those movies twice and I happily watched Suicide Squad the second time fair enough but yeah right should we all give our rating out of 10 for Justice League. Sure. For uh, me, ten's too hard, but go for okay, it. Okay, what do you want to go out of then? <laughs> no, it's okay, fine. We'll five. We can go. I would say I would give it a 3.5. Are you going with Cam? I'm going to go for a 4 because I just really enjoyed myself more than I did in uh, Batman vs Superman and more than I did in Suicide Squad. And it's just fun. I'm going to go with 
I'm going to go with 3.5 as well. Okay, so that means our rating is 3.6. Okay, oh, wow. Someone else went for 3.5. Okay, I would say it's 4. I do have problems with it. It's not perfect. And I, I'll like, I probably will go down. I probably will join you guys within, like, if I go back and watch it again. But right now, just like coming out happy from the cinema, you know, like, I have had a, like a few days to think about it as well, though. And it's just right now I'm just going for like how I actually felt in the cinema. Just seeing it, watching it again, probably I'd just be like, this is good. You know, I probably could go watch a Marvel one. But... Thank you very much for listening to Watch It Back, your new favorite movie podcast. I've been Cameron McLaughlin. I've been Callum. I've been Christopher Young. Make sure to give it a five-star review on iTunes and SoundCloud or wherever you're watching. And make sure to go and follow us on Twitter at WIB Movies. Uh, go follow me at Christopher Young on YouTube or Chris24Young on other social media sites. Okay, so if you want to follow me, I'm literally that rocker everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, uh, even... Um... Just like to point out, it's R-U-O-C-C-O, otherwise you'll get a Yes, R-U-O-C-C-O, because I'm Italian, so it's spelled like that, dab dab. And I'm the Dubcam, full capitals on Twitter, uh, Dubcam on YouTube, you know, I make some st- stellar memes on there, you know, it's weird for me to come on being so calm on a podcast from making BuzzFeed Hates Mario plug my best thing share this around give us a rating and yeah thanks for watching